Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South Breeze 706. This is Committee Podcast. We got Doc. Ooh, we got Mr. Savage, Marcus underscore Sniffles, and El Chapa. What is popping? Hola. What do? The you is what's popping. The you. The you. It's all about the Gator Bay. The you. Bitch. The number two ranked Shit. Miami Hurricanes. That's what's popping right now. They How did you feel really well. How you they did really well. Talking all that mess, talking all spicy. Y'all can shut the hell up right now. Rudy was whack. Your jerseys, whack. Your quarterbacks, whack. Everything yeah, Ru- about was Brian Kelly, whack. Ooh. Rudy was a terrible movie. I'm not going to lie. Championship. Championship. Y'all said, y'all were saying all week that we were a bunch of frauds. Everybody's been saying Miami is a bunch of frauds. Oh, you guys are struggling to win these close games. You, you barely beat Florida State. Can you handle Georgia Tech's read option? We did. We answered the bell every time undefeated. And then they're like, hey, chill, chill, chill. I'm talking my shit This is the committee podcast, not the you podcast. I'm talking my shit today because Notre Dame was coming at me. I'm not going to lie. I watched the game. You know, I almost want to order a turnover, Shane. I was like, oh, turnover, Shane. I got one in route. I got one in route as we speak. The order has been placed. A turnover chain shirt will be worn on next week's episode. Hey, we beat two ranked teams back-to-back weeks. Beat the number three back team. Back-to-back. Now we number two. Bring on Bama, all right? Bama ain't no hey, world leaders out here. They be struggled. Careful. Be, hey, careful. They be careful. Struggled. Be careful they what you ask struggled. for. Hey, they need to be careful who they ask for. They better recognize, know the legacy, know the history. Five-time champions over here is to you. Suck my dick, Rudy. Okay. I well, think Miami, Alabama has yeah. like seventeen champions. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna count the ones where they weren't where they weren't playing with black people. So. Yeah, when they're during segregation, let's not count those. Yeah, we're not gonna count that. So we're gonna start this week with the worst tweet of the week. I believe Marcus has this, so I'll let him go ahead and uh, get this tweet off. All right, I'm I'm fired up right now, but this is coming from at Debo Escobar one, biting the swag off of the the old school aim. Name Shabazz Escobar, I guess. Wow. <laughs> but he said, he said, Nicki Minaj is only relevant in hip hop because of her sex appeal and the fact that she's fucked famous people in the hip hop game. Her rapping I and music, hey, 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 her rapping and music is garbage as the fuck. Now, at first, I was like, and this is something that KJ sent to me. So this is KJ's man once again. KJ out here following these weirdos. And then the guy, the guy replied to that same tweet because it only got like 35 retweets. And he said, this tweet should have at least got 50 retweets. I don't have any clout, SMH. So he's basically just throwing dumb stuff out here for, I guess, the hot word of the day is clout on Twitter. And it's just, it's moronic. I think clout is is hot for people that are like 18 and younger. I'm not going to lie, though. I did see a dude on Twitter. He definitely like just straight up worth worth so somebody's tweet. It's actually an interesting tweet. It was saying that men should ejaculate at least 21 times per month. And then he quoted and said, I'm gonna do that just because that's how I am. And I saw another dude post the exact same tweet. I'm like, bro, like y'all are here living in fantasy and like Twitter is not real. Like this dude just straight up jacked somebody's swag to get some retweets, man. Like, get a life. It's all about those retweets, but I mean, that's KJ's man, that's KJ's people. And they steady. Twenty times a month, though, like 
I mean, that's not that much when you think it, about it. It's for a healthy prostate, so, you know, <laughs> do what you have to do. Hey, throw some two days in there. You'll be all right. There you go. I'm not asking yeah. any questions. Nope. Uh, okay. But, yeah, that that was a terrible tweet, so shout out to KJ and his wacky friends. KJ, you, you do have a questionable list of people that you follow on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. Like, you, you follow some weirdos, bro. KJ, life together. KJ has opened me up to a world of Twitter that I wish I never knew. Like I wish I could, I wish I could leave that area of KJ's Twitter. Yeah, the thirteen-year-old version Twitter. That's that's his Twitter. Shout out to all the holy Damn. people. Shout out to all the holy people saving themselves for the marriage bed, like myself. Amen. So word, but yeah, word. so we're gonna jump right into it since we're talking about thirteen-year-old versions, which this has nothing to do with that. Oh Lord. So there was a story about a couple that maybe they should have saved their, themselves for the marriage bed because the husband allegedly, because you know, men don't cheat. Well, black men don't cheat. So this had to be a white or Mexican. Sure don't. We sure don't. Maybe a Haitian or a Dominican. You're you ignorant. But, um, You're so ignorant. How am I ignorant? It's the truth. Hashtag black men don't cheat. But apparently this guy fearing man was you know trying to catch a rest in a long flight to India and his mischievous, nefarious wife while he was sleeping took his thumbprint and unlocked his iPhone, right? She don't got to be all that now. So she she discovered evidence that allegedly, allegedly he was cheating on her. And some violence broke out, and they were forced to land the plane. So L, being the only woman on the panel, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this woman violating her man's trust and invading his space to accuse him of crimes that she has no proof of. These are all allegations. We don't know the context of whatever she saw. She might just be misinterpreting stuff. So what do you think about that? Emergency fucking landing is what I think about that. Okay, there's not a lot. You don't have to do a lot in the plane to get them to land it. Like, you could yell bomb on a plane and they'll land in the mercy. Seth, don't even do that. Yeah, they didn't, like, just drop the plane out of the sky and just land anywhere. Like, emergency landing could take, you know, a couple... <laughs> like 30 minutes to an hour. Like emergency landings don't take no five minutes. It's it's a long process. I don't know or care, okay? What's a long process is a broken fucking heart, which is probably what she has after he went out there playing her. And she just saw it as a prime opportunity. Allegedly, allegedly. And or, and or maybe something occurred right before that. Maybe he said something. Or maybe she heard him talking to the side chick and she was like, uh-uh. First of and all, there's so no internet on the plane, so that's not you're just you're reaching prior out. to the flight. Prior to the flight, you're I reaching like reach. this hussy who went through too. his phone. You reaching too? <laughs> She's no hussy. She is his wife, and he was playing her. Okay, so at the end of the day, Allegedly. she had she had reason to go and suspect it, so she went looking. And I get it. You look for things, you're gonna find something you're not gonna like, and all of that. But clearly, she fucking found something. She went on a hunch and she found something. That doesn't take away from the fact that she found something. He's cheating. Are you kidding? I don't understand what the what's the what's the where's the disconnect? A real a real a real nigga would have flipped that on her. Been like, yo, you violated my trust. I can't I can't yeah, be with exactly. you. You're going through my stuff. He needs to set his game up. That is very true. Mr. Savage, what are your thoughts on this? I know that you're a man who deals with many women. And probably okay, in, in the situation. Damn. <laughs> you said all it before. I have, no, I have not. <laughs> no. First of all, there's a there's an old adage that says curiosity killed the cat. 
First of all, you need to sit your two dollar ass down. <laughs> get out of my phone. That's the thing. That like, why are you white. in my phone that's anyway? Two dollar hoe. That's his fucking wife. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He didn't say hoe. See, he didn't say hoe. See, hey, of course, as a, a typical woman, just putting words in a man's mouth. You had control. <laughs> That's I had what a control. I heard. Mm, exa- exactly. Exactly. That's what you heard. <laughs> Mr. Savage, continue with your point. I like where this is going. I'm just saying, if if you she shouldn't have done it. And the, the way that she did it is so sneaky, so childish, immature, mischievous. How are you gonna take my thumb and unlock my phone and go through it? The thing that I notice about life is if you really go searching hard through a nigga's phone, which he wasn't. Because he was going to Indian, India, so he's probably a Sikh. But and black men don't cheat, so and black men don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Black Twitter. Never black have, never will. If you search hard enough, you're gonna find some sort of dirt that's gonna piss you off. So why even go that far? And then the thing is, you're gonna sit here and force a plane to do an emergency landing. Like, come on, they should have kicked her butt off the plane told her to catch another airline home and let that young king go home to his exactly. team and, king, and, and she needs to repent king, king, Yo, shout out king. to nyc Cressa, by the way happy birthday fam if you gotta look if you gotta go through that link if you gotta get his thumbprint while he's sleeping and go through his phone you clearly don't trust him so why are you with him like if you gotta clearly, go through all that i agree i agree she so definitely like, did the most but can we please not take away from the fact that he clearly was cheating? Alleged, hey, hey, like alleged, alleged, alleged. No. I've never, I've never heard of a black man cheating. For somebody to get to that point, he probably cheated on her with like her sister or some shit. If you're gonna do a whole fucking emergency landing, well, maybe, on. maybe she was out there dealing out that hashtag basic sex that you know women are out here. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'm not I touching don't know that. that. <laughs> I don't, I'm I don't know of that. What are you? Not my, not, not me, not my forte. Yeah, but, because you're because you're celibate, so you wouldn't. You're like man. Mother Ter- Teresa with uh, Adobe, Adobo. Yeah, there Adobo. you go. I tell you, I what would actually like to ask a former guest about their basic sex <laughs> next time they come on. I, I'm gonna definitely do that. Shout out to Lauren. Damn. Oh damn. Whoa. The god whoa. has been drunk. What just happened? Come on. What are we? We're just taking shots. I'm sorry. I just had to take a shot. My I bad. mean, clearly. I mean, there, there's. I think that's probably the worst place to get accused of cheating is on an airplane, 30,000 feet in the air. There's literally nowhere you can go. You're stuck in a small aircraft. Like, what, what, what are you going to do? You're stuck. I can tell you what you yeah. do. <clears throat> Anybody's in that situation, and again, y'all can thank me at South Beach 706, just fake a heart attack. <laughs> just fake a heart attack. <laughs> that's all you got to do. Hey, just fake. Just fake. Just fake. <laughs> No, but I wonder how bad was she really hitting him? Was it like a couple smack ups and then No, they said that she was like fighting. No, they said she was fighting. Or... She said she was fighting the 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 flight attendants too. Oh damn. She was knucking and bucking like she <laughs> oh, had to I, I didn't know all that. <laughs> she was what they that that, she is what the people call big mad. That's that's what she big was. Big mad, yeah. Hashtag I, big mad. She probably could have handled it maybe a little bit better, a little bit more mature, like an adult, but it's really hard to say. We don't have all the details to this story. And she clearly had a reason to be upset. We can't sit here and act like we don't get upset at things that sometimes explode. Maybe there's a history of infidelity prior to this, and then now she found something else. So she spazzed out on him. Like There's a lot of what-ifs and unknowns. 
So she was. But on a plane, though, like, and you're fighting with flight attendants, that just seems like a bit much. She's I mean, bugged I out. She it could be there mentally, clearly. Okay, you're making well, excuses for her. Anyway, so hurt. forget that. Because you're calling we've, him a king, we've, and I can't even try and give her mental illness. We've already we've already established that the woman was sneaky, she was nefarious, and that she should have minded her own damn business. So moving on, another one of you. So speaking of another one of our black kings, the story is kind of old, but there's a lot of different perspectives on it. But your boy Meek Mill, shout out to uh, Siren, who's from Philly. What's wrong with your man's Meek Mill's out here violating his probation? First of all, I know L is allegedly from Brooklyn or the Bronx or one of them places in New York. Which one are you from, Brooklyn? I'm from East New York. Okay. Thank you very much. Hashtag free tax stone. But yeah, your boy Meek Mill was out there violating his probation. He's out here failing drug tests. And allegedly, he was out there riding dirt bikes in, uh, I think, Brooklyn or something like that. So He popped a fucking wheelie. Like, Can everybody relax? For y'all that have big New York City, that would probably be top 10 wildest things I'd ever see if I seen somebody in the city riding a, a dirt bike. Like, that's out of control. But what's even more out of control is that the judge sentenced him to two to four years. Now, when I initially heard this, I'm like, okay, well, you get sentenced to two to four years, but, you know, you'll probably get out and you've got a good lawyer, maybe eight months good behavior. So that's not that bad. But a lot of people are overreacting, saying that the judge gave him too much time based off that weak probation violation. Now, granted, he did violate his probation. Like, let's not, you know, take away any fault from him because he wasn't doing what he's supposed to do. But two to four years, like, that's kind of crazy. What do y'all think about that? I, I think this is another issue with the, the criminal justice system. Like, this guy's been on probation since he was 18. And he's in his 30s and he's still on probation from the same thing. Now, I think his probation got extended because probably at the beginning of his probation, he kept violating it. So that maybe they just kept extending it. But it's, I mean, getting two to four, getting sentenced to two to four years for popping a wheelie just doesn't, it doesn't sit right with a lot of people. It doesn't look right. And just to say, you know, you violated your probation that you've been on for, you know, half your life. It's like, what, what's, is he on probation to better himself or is he on probation just for to get caught up and get sent back to jail? Yeah, allegedly the judge has like a vendetta against and that's what people are trying to say. And then some people are saying like, oh, it's a race thing because, you know, the 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 rapist guy, the swimmer guy, uh, Evan Turner, I think his name, he only got six months of like probation for like raping somebody. But Meek Mill is getting, you know, threatened with two to four years of prison time for violating his probation. Mind you, again, he did violate his probation, but two to four years, man, you could have put him on house arrest. There's been people that have murdered people, like vehicular homicide and gotten house arrest. Like, come on, dude. Like, the system is very flawed, but some people live and die by it. So, uh, El Chapo, what do you think about this? You're very silent right now. There's, there's a few different points to that. I think one of the things is, I think they're using him as an example. And well, I mean, they always, it seems they always use black people as an example. Yeah, but he's in the limelight and everything. They're going to definitely give him what, you know, max punishment or whatever. Um, I think the fact that he was on probation for as long was already bullshit. Like, that's, you're talking about his whole adulthood, basically. Like, you, you can't expect somebody to not have mistakes. That's a long ass time. 
it was like 10 years or something. Um, so I think that already was kind of fraud and already setting him up for failure. But I think more importantly that this is an example of how your past can come to bite you in the ass. Because I think because of there probably were so many uh, probation violations in the past that to now they're going to say, well, we have, we have reason, we have justice to say, you know what, now we're going to give you two to four years. Even though it's for something as minor and such bullshit as popping a fucking wheelie. It doesn't, it, the punishment and the crime. Reckless endangerment. That's what I, I got a ticket for that. Like, that's, like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Because she can't drive. Continue. <laughs> I can. But the point of the matter is, like, the, the violation itself and the crime and everything, like, it doesn't all add up. It, it doesn't add up to what happened two to four years. That's ridiculous. I mean, do the crime through the time. Mr. Savage, do you have something? Yeah, definitely. I'd just like to um, say that I agree with Are, are you off probation? I don't <laughs> have any reason to be on probation. I am a good uh, law-abiding citizen. Um, I didn't that's right. used to get in fights at Zaxby's or still painting oh. so you know how it is pull out safety pins and knives and gunfights you know but um nah i think it's ridiculous like we're talking two to four years for a probation violation but essentially you're popping willies and smoking weed what do you do i do that type of stuff all the time popping yeah. willies i had a way to be a role model for for the kids so but yeah it's, it's kind of a okay it, it is kind of a, a shitty situation but you know, just uh, if you're on probation, probably should walk a, a tighter rope. So we're going to fast track to something else. So recently they had the uh, the shooting with the, the gentleman that was a former Air Force veteran. And they really they really messed that up big time. Somebody's getting fired immediately. Somebody's getting fired or maybe he's going to jail as far as I'm not reporting to the, uh, <laughs> to the government as far as uh, his previous record with uh, domestic violence which would, I'm not saying it would have stopped it from getting his hands on a weapon, but it definitely would have slowed up the process. But with that kind of stuff being in the news, you know, there's always the, the talks about, you know, gun violence and, you know, your Second Amendment rights, if I'm not mistaken, you know, I should have as many guns as I want to. So I saw an interesting story that, you know, due to all these seemingly week by week, month by month, quarter by quarter shootings, there's a school in Florida that is selling bulletproof panels for students' book bags. So as a country, we have come so far with this gun thing that instead of saying, hey, maybe we should regulate guns, then now we're like, hey, you know what? Since we know people are going to have guns, we know there's probably going to be another mass shooting. Let's just give kids bulletproof backpacks. That, that, sounds, that sounds very American. That's right there, the guys. solution. That's the solution. Yeah. Again, I said last week, with the gun issues, the gun laws, it's like even though the you know, the mass shootings or tragedies, essentially it just dries up their business because now people feel unsafe and they want to go buy more guns. And now you see more people are capitalizing out the violence in this country with, hey, let's sell bulletproof panels for kids backpacks because we're almost certain there's going to be another mass shooting. So I'd like to get y'all's takes on that because that is, that's very sad, very sad thing that we have to deal with in this country. Yeah, we are not unringing this bell that is a uh, gun culture in America. Like we love guns more than anything here. And uh, the idea of selling kids bulletproof backpacks to go to school just proves that, that 
we care more about guns than we do kids' safety at school. Like, it, it doesn't matter. They will do anything to keep guns and, that, and to not have any kind of restrictions on them. Yeah, that doesn't make make any sense. I know Adolphus, he has a few kids out there. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this? First of all, why are all the jokes aimed at me? You know damn well I don't have any kids, you big lip monkey-looking bitch. But <laughs> oh my, my thought says you do have to. What? What? Oh my gosh! What? That's you a lot. What you have to do to protect the kids, to protect the children. Only one of us on this podcast has multiple kids by <laughs> multiple women. So Whoa. shout out to you for for definitely holding us up. Don't talk uh, about me and my children. I don't appreciate okay. it. Uh, uh, I don't appreciate uh, it. My personal uh, life. Uh, my personal life. I was not talking about Fuck you. Fuck you! I speak English, puto. I speak English. Uh, esta loca. Oh shoot! I can't say. Cállate. Cállate. <laughs> but like I said, it's it's ridiculous. Take the AKs out of the schools. Take the AKs out of the Americans' hands. I mean, what's next? Are we going to sell, um, make, well, legalize the bulletproof vests, and then now the bad guys are going to get them too? Like, it's just well, ridiculous. They said that there's an entire industry, I didn't know this, that is dedicated to bulletproof products. This includes bulletproof notebooks, computers, briefcases, bare blankets, furniture, and even bulletproof underwear. So... That's underwear. I feel yeah. like I feel like Fifty Cent was on this wave a long time ago when he yeah. first got out. He talked about he had a bulletproof hat. Bulletproof, yeah, bulletproof hat. I was like, oh, hey, it's real now. Yeah, I, um, I'm actually to. quite. I'm so disgusted because rather than say, okay, we need to have you know roundtable this and have a whole proper discussion on a way to better our gun laws, not necessarily take away the guns, but better the gun laws that. They're like, no, we're just going to create another industry. We're going to invest our money and time into here so that we're just going to be bulletproof backpacks for children. That's not necessarily, that's not, that's not a solution to me. I'm sorry. That's not a solution at all. Yeah, well, strap up. I'm about to go purchase a pistol next week. So, yeah, man, just be safe out there. Again, a lot of this comes down to mental illness. If you see somebody acting crazy, maybe ask them how they're doing. And just try to be nice to everybody. You never know how some of these days going. Maybe take somebody out to lunch. Just take them in, yeah. put yourself in their shoes. And Definitely. oh my gosh, I'm nice to everybody. Everybody. I had a coworker. I looked a little bit suspect before. Lies. No, G shit. I had a suspect. He was a little like little loony, and I made sure I was nice to him, even though I felt like everybody else was talking about him and everybody wasn't so nice that he could pick up or not. I'm gonna be nice to you. Why? Because when you decide you want to shoot up the fucking place, God forbid. You can spare me because I've been friends. I've been friends with you the whole time. We were nice. I talked about your day and your family. He wasn't that crazy. At least he hasn't done anything yet. Knock on wood. Um, I'm just saying, be nice to everybody. You never know. I agree with you. I had this guy I used to work with by the name of Jonathan. He switched departments, and we were talking about I, I don't remember which incident that happened. It's been so many, but we were talking about work violence, and he started like randomly talking about his gun collection and he was really spooking everybody around and he was already like a little odd and i made sure i made friends with him actually he was pretty cool he <laughs> played call of duty like all the freaking time what was his ethnicity he was a white guy older okay. maybe about 38 39 fits the um, profile yeah 38 39 he had been in a major accident like and he could like his he actually, like, the 
you know those wood decks that be in the back of people's house his whole wood deck collapsed and he broke his back and he said that before that happened he was six two and then now he's six feet even Oof. but um it was a lot going on and everybody was looking at him like wow man this guy could be a killer but really so that he means was just, you need to buy pistols like that's kind of weird no he had already had pistols but he while we were doing this, he we everybody knew his story, and then he talked about his gun collection of rifles, AR-15s, and pistols. But uh, when I got to know him, he was just a regular white guy that likes to play video games and smoke marijuana in his spare time. Shout out to you, Jonathan. You were a cool motherfucker. And thanks for the Cuban cigar, too. He went to Cuba, so shout out. Well, shout out to you. I didn't get one, but whatever. So quickly, just to kind of pivot and stay on the topic of crazy white people, uh, Charleston Shooter Dylan Roof has been sentenced to death. So all of y'all who don't know about the story, uh, the backstory on this is that there is a white supremacist, Dylan Roof, also a terrorist, who went to a South Carolina, a church in Charleston, South Carolina, where I used to live at, and he killed nine black churchgoers during Bible study. Yes, think about that. This man chose to go to a church with all black people and kill them while they were praying in a safe place of worship. So this is actually the first time the death penalty has been rendered in a federal hate crimes case. So again, some people don't like to dwell on like, okay, well, even though he's going to die, it's not going to bring back those nine people's lives. But in, in this day and age, when you see people, well, specifically cops getting off for murdering black people and same in Charleston, also with Walter Scott, he, they had a mistrial and he shot, um, no, no, Walter Scott was shot in the back. I think seven times by a police officer and that had a mistrial. When you see things like that happen, it kind of gives you more faith in the justice system when you see somebody actually getting punished for their crime. So I know there's a lot of mixed feelings on that. So I know Marcus, I want to know your, your thoughts on this, uh, this hollow victory that I guess people are having with this situation. It's uh, it's very hard to feel any kind of sympathy for Dylan Roof for what he did. Uh, oh, pause, a, pause, 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 pause. Fuck Dylan Roof. I hope you burn in hell. Please continue. Yeah, there's a facts. G, GQ did an article about the people around him, like his family, where he grew up, and you know some of the people that were at the church and their families. And it, I mean, it took me a long time to read, and there were some some tough parts in that article. It really got went into detail about what happened when he got to that church some of the people that he killed and, you know, his life growing up. And the fact that he, after he committed all those murders, he knew that he could do that and not be questioned, like interrogated by the uh, federal government because he's basically because he's white. Like if he, if he had been Middle Eastern, they could have like waterboarded him for information to get him to talk. But because he's American, they weren't going to do that to him. And he felt that's why he didn't really feel the need to really be forthcoming about, you know, why he did it and all this other stuff. He could just kind of just be kind of arrogant and cocky. And also he got a Burger King after he murdered nine people. So we're saying that he scouted the Emanuel AME church months before calling and visiting. He bought the murder weapon with his birthday money. He bought enough <clears throat> magazines that have 88 rounds, uh, which had racist symbolism. And he had the abbreviation for the Nazi salute, Hail Hitler, uh, written in his, I guess, his hate diary or something like that. So 
or he was also supposed to be denied access to to a gun, but the the notice, like when he went and bought the gun, they had to do a background check, and the background check came back good. But then I think a week after the shooting, there was like a mistake or something that came back and said he should have been denied. Of course there was. So there's there's always these little loopholes and things get lost in the system. And it's just like, this shouldn't have happened. Like there was, there are ways to prevent this and it's not the, the checkpoints and the safety points and all this stuff are not working. And people like 20 people are dying because of that. And on the flip side, I saw a video on Twitter of a, an African-American gentleman who went to go purchase a weapon at a local gun store and the owner refused to sell to him because he assumed or thought he was a criminal and he thought he was going to take those weapons and sell to other people. So the guy was recording it and the, the manager went as far as like call the cops. And what the owner didn't know is that the guy had previously bought multiple guns from his store. Like he was a repeat customer. But now all of a sudden randomly because he didn't know him, he's like just going to refuse to sell the weapon. But then you have mistakes made. My thing is with the media and certain news networks and movies and TV shows, they make it look like black people are just these super thugs and animals shoot up houses and drive-bys every other day. But statistically, again, if you're going to be in a mass shooting, it's going to be from a white person. But again, they don't have that same irrational fear because they sell white people guns all the time. So yeah, that's, I find that kind of interesting, but you know, Vegas, Orlando, Charleston, Charleston, Texas, like it, a lot of, a lot of similarities, man. Well, minus in Orlando, but yeah, it's usually from one group of people. Shout out to people that think our podcast is racist. Again, we're just going over the things that are happening in our lives. It just happens to be like this right now. So. And, and definitely, if anybody meets me in person, they would know that I'm not racist. I'm like, you know. I'm, I'm like Bill Cosby type of me, you know? Well, you know what? Oh, I, come on. I don't, you, know good, what? you don't want to do that. You know, not a good you know better. Wait, hold on. He didn't get any of those charges. I'm talking about like not Doc, yet. Dr. Huxtable type of nigga. Okay. All right. That's that's a little. Hey, y'all are so ready to pounce on the black man. Someone here on this podcast. we're racist. Yes. Yeah, y'all sure are. Racist ass podcast. <laughs> So we'll, we'll, we'll get off that. We'll, we'll lighten it up a little bit for y'all. Shout out to y'all that rock with us, even though we're hella racist. I know El Chapa, she has this week's winded out. So y'all ladies, y'all ladies really rock with El Chapa. She's trying to get her Twitter popping. What's your Twitter? I don't know it because I don't pay attention to you. El Chapa, E-L-L-E-C-H-A-P-A. Chapa, El Chapa. Yeah, y'all go follow her. You know, y'all do y'all's little single lady gifts <laughs> or codes or whatever y'all do for y'all women out there, you know, trying to find a man. have each other. Exactly. Network. Shout out to uh, Crafty Cakes, you know. Shout out to Yay. L.I. Rissa. Shout out to Lauren. Shout out to Siren, the, the women of the committee podcast. We appreciate y'all holding oh, it down. Shoot, it's N.Y. Rissa? My bad. Damn. Yeah, shout out to y'all. She corrected you that already. Well, fuck yeah. her too, man. You know, what? you know what? You're you're a sicko. So, L, let's, let's wind up for the week, man. What you got? <laughs> All right. So, this week, I'm going to give us... Um, we're going to go to Australia. So the wines themselves, I'm going to give us two. Because one of them is a little bit pricier. So I went out to Wine Library. If you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen it. Those of you in the northern New Jersey area, I highly recommend that you go. It's in Springfield. It's like, how do I say? It's like, you know, um, like Beauty and the Beast. 
when she goes to the library and it's like floor to ceiling books. It looks just like that, but it's with wine, which makes it that much better. Um, it's beautiful there. Anyway, so the first one is going to be a 2015 BK Nouveau Syrah coming in from Australia. Now, the price for that was a little bit steeper for wine than I normally pay. It's 25 bucks on sale, um, but it's pretty damn good. The alcohol percentage is going to be 12.5, and you definitely get the whole berry scents when you drink it it's not necessarily fruity it's not like a sweet wine but you can you can tell it does have um some berries in there some spice uh, the second one it's a little bit cheaper actually right now it's on sale for just five bucks it's the little penguin which i mentioned the little penguin before the show so their syrah is um it's a little peppery like you can you can definitely taste the spices in that one it's definitely good with maybe some chocolate or some like steak for sure. Um, both really good. It's actually really flavorful. In my opinion, I actually like the little penguin better. Um, so just look at that as far as the price difference. Anyway, so my wine itself for this week is gonna be not just to males, even though for what? Go ahead. <laughs> not just to males, but people in general, as far as not taking a hint. And then getting upset with the other person. It just, it blows my mind. So example, I'm at a bar last night. This dude trying to offer to buy me a drink. I politely said, no, thank you. And he's like, oh, come on, let me get you a drink. No, it's okay. I got my own drink. Thank you. You know, I'm here with somebody. I'm trying to be polite. He goes giving me the only attitude. Oh, really? What the fuck? It's just a drink. And then, granted, he was a little bit intoxicated. But he starts, like, kicking the chair in my direction. So naturally I have to kick it forcefully back to him. What the fuck is your problem? But it just made me think, how many times has it not been where you have somebody who's maybe interested in you, you have to friend zone them, make it all pissy face with you, and they never want to talk to you. And it just spazzed out on you like you did something wrong for not liking them. Take a hint. I don't want to date you. It's okay. That's my wine of the week. Okay. So your issue is, I guess, men handling rejection. I guess that's part of it. Yeah. And I mean, it's not, you know, like I said before, it's not just about males. I'm just using my own experience. But when you have to tell somebody, you know, that like you just want to, like, respectfully, you're not interested in them. And then they get all pissed off at you and they want to spaz out. I've seen it go as far as people talking shit about people on Facebook airing out their dirty laundry. It's not that serious. Okay. That makes sense. So, hmm, this is interesting. So, I think that the, I think that the friend zone is kind of rude in, in a sense. Like, how how does that work? What is your explanation of the friend zone? I'm curious now. The friend zone is when you have an individual there who they like you, but you don't necessarily like them back. But you don't mind them. You don't mind their company. They're, you see them as just a friend. That's it. So you have to let them know, like, hey, like. That's a lie. A That's a lie. That's a lie. That is a lie. The friend zone, in my experience, traditionally. Go for it. I was in a friend zone, right? This was years ago. I believe it. Because y'all know I don't. I don't. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I ain't going to get with it. But what her friend zone consisted of was basically 
warming the next guy up to take her dude's place. And that's exactly what I did. I was in the friend zone. And then the next thing I know, a few months later, I was not just the regular friend, but the boyfriend. So it does happen. I kind of feel like women well, keep a certain amount of guys the in there. Oh, well, why does oh, she have to be Look at you. It's spicy over here. Nah, but also, like, I think some women will use the friend zone. I'm not saying you do this, but they'll take advantage of dudes. Like, okay, like, you know, you're stringing this dude along, but you're still letting him buy you lunch and, you know, take you off for manis and petties or. I don't know what kind of weird stuff these well, these lame dudes are into. If you but. you can't do that either. I I don't. I probably could get away with some shit, but I don't because that's not nice. You definitely need to finesse computer though before you <laughs> stop doing that. First no. and foremost, the friend no. zone. The friend zone is not real. Hmm. What do you mean? It's not a real thing. Either you want to be friends with that person or you don't. If you're if you're friends with a woman just to try to get in her pants and then she rejects you and all of a sudden you're not her friend no more, then you weren't her friend to begin with. So that's happened. Yeah, I would I would exactly. agree with that. It's I would agree thing. with that. Exactly. Put her up on game. That's what you gotta do. It's not Put a thing. Like game. the friend zone ain't real. Like it's not a game. Like you weren't in the friend zone. She so and I'm not saying that women and men don't use each other, but for the most part, friend zone doesn't exist. It's not a thing, man. It doesn't it's not a thing. Either they like you, either they like you or they don't like you. Now, men will use that as an excuse for, you know, oh, I'm just in the friend zone. I'm going to get at her eventually. Eventually, she'll like me. And it's like, you know, maybe she doesn't. And now that friendship that you think that you have, or that she thinks that you have with her, is not real. You're not really her friend. You're just with her to try to get you're You're using her, basically. You're taking advantage of her. Well, you know, that's not necessarily taking advantage. Like maybe he has really good intentions and thinks he can show her like, hey, I can really be this super save a whole type dude and show you show you the world like Aladdin on the magic carpet. Take the L. Unfortunately, L, you're the only lady here. So I'm going to ask you another question. So (laughs) have you ever had a guy in the friend zone and then him not be in the friend zone actually started dating him? No. Really? You sure about that? <laughs> Go ahead and blast her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That person was not friend zoned. Okay. All right. That's, I was just trying that's to, different. You try to keep it a buck, you know. Try to keep the hard hit effects. That person was not friend zoned before, and they are not now. And we'll leave it at that. Okay, so guys, you know the DMs are, I'm are a slowly wee closing. <laughs> the DMs are slowly closing, so guys, it's almost cuffing season. The weather is <laughs> dropping low. You know, there's gonna be a blizzard at some point, so go ahead and get it's you a cold blizzard bed. It is cold as fuck. So make sure you're sliding those DMs early. You know, you set it up early, so when the blizzard hits, you can say, "Hey, you know, you come over and Netflix and chill, then you get snowed in, then you know, you see what happens after that." So. Shout out to uh, jumping in the DMs prematurely. You know, I got to do that play action with the DMs. So, um, y'all follow and DM El Chapa, send nudes. Send no, actually, own. you don't because uh, that person may be a homophobe who clearly called me gay earlier. But shouts out to you. Oh, okay. So, that was a very, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now that was, that was a good conversation we had before the podcast actually started. So, it was oh, regarding. I, know. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> it, it was regarding as far as like 
Mr. Savage, could you could you tell me the situation again? You you kind of explained a little better. Well, it's nothing. It's um, as far as like have respect, like needing advice from their male counterparts as far as things to wear, um, jewelry, shoes, all kind of stuff. Just opinions. Uh, some women that uh. Well, I'm not going to talk about uh, them, but some women kind of just don't like it. I don't understand why, but uh, I kind of feel like, hey, if there's an outfit that I like and there's a girl out there beyond my significant other that I trust with her taste, why not be able to ask that person, you know? But some people use any excuse they can to bash men, especially black men. But you know, You're I'm not the get most full of shit person I ever met. It's not about bashing men. What? And it's not about uh, fucking... No, it's not at all. Calm your face. Here's the deal. It has nothing to do with the male. It has all to do with the woman. If I know that I have a male counterpart who we're friends with, and he is in a relationship, I'm not about to be sending him pictures of my outfits to see if he approves, if he likes it and get his opinion. I think that's disrespectful to their relationship, and it's not necessary. Personally, I don't even send my pictures like that to male friends because what the fuck for? It's what I got girlfriends for. It's what I got family for and whatever. Unless, like I said, like maybe like my gay friends. Why not? I trust their fashion sense. I'm not going to do that to any which one of y'all. And well, I talk to you guys all the time. And that brings up my, that brought up my counterpoint. So you won't have a problem sending to your, your not straight male friend because there's the assumption that he's not trying to get in your pants. But my thing is, if you were to have a, let's say a male friend that was married and he was cool, y'all are all cool or whatever, that it's, it shouldn't, it's kind of like you're putting a, a stipulation on it. Like for example, like on the other side with the female. So you think it's disrespectful. Like if you were dating a guy and one of his girlfriends sent him like, Hey, do I look good in this outfit? I personally think, and I could be wrong, but I can generalize, if the girl was fat and ugly, you wouldn't have a problem with it. But if she was like, you know, she had them yams and she had, you know, six pack abs and all that stuff, she looked really good. I think then at that point you would have an issue with it. So you got to have some honesty with yourself as a woman. It's like, hey, is it really about the woman that's in the picture or is it about that, you know, potentially she might try to snatch my man up? Because again, you could you could send me your outfit the same as a gay dude. I, I really I really don't care. Like, all right, cool. Like that shit's trash. Keep it moving. So it's kind of yeah. So I it's think the meaning behind it. It's the meaning behind it. Why do you need my man's approval for your outfit? Why is his opinion it's not so about important the approval. to you? It's... Why is his opinion so important to you? Why? It's not. What if he is extremely cultured in that sense? Like, what if he, like Mr. Savage, claims to be this, uh, this, this excellent dresser and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> claims. I mean, and it's not like I'm. And for me, I'm not necessary. Like, I'm not like a super jealous type of girlfriend. No. I don't care if you have. Shut the fuck up. I don't care if you Whoa. have. Girl, whoa, females, whoa, or whatever. Whoa, hold on. Wait, wait. Pause it. Whoa, whoa. He could curse me out on silent all he wants. No, I don't curse anybody out on silent. First of all, like I said, it comes a point where you have to be able to trust your your 
spouse, your person, or whatever. And I do. My issue is not no. with my person. My issue is with the other individual. Why are you if, trying to get somebody, close to my man? It's not about getting close to your man. Let's say if you had someone that was a aspiring fashion designer. Then when you a male that's, that's not gay, also shout out to you, shout out to you for generalizing gay men as having good fashion because that's clearly mm, not the case. I'm not. I said fun. my gay friends. My they probably can't dress friends. either. All, I'll dress circles around all of different. them. That's not like I said, generalizing anything. Yes, it is. But like no, I said, not. maybe they value this friend's opinion. I mean, we talked earlier about people being in a friend zone or people being friends. There's no such thing as a friend zone. I'm not in any of their friend zones. Whatever. Don't care to be. We're good friends. The only thing that separates us is a, you know, I have a Willy Whacker. They have a catcher's mitt. And that's the only difference. What the? Outside of that, well, I'm trying I've never to heard of those. Willy Whacker <laughs> and the catcher's I've never mitt. Heard okay, why are y'all going on about this? Anyway, it, does, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean. It doesn't, it, it's like, but still, does me having a willy whacker negate my fashion deal, sense? It doesn't have to deal with you. It doesn't have to deal with you at all. That's what you're not understanding. My issue I do is understand that. No, you clearly don't understand what I'm saying because my issue is with that other individual who needs, like, the thought process behind their actions. Why, I, go, I keep saying it, you can't give me a straight answer. Why is it that his opinion matters that much to you? Why? Like I said, what if the guy truly is a well-dressed individual, knows a lot about fashion, keeps up with that stuff, and you've seen him and you see the type of women that he attracts or, or just things like that. I mean, what, what if, if you value his opinion because you trust his friendship? Like, you don't have guys in your friend zone or friends that'll tell you straight up, hey, honey, those shoes are ugly. That lip gloss is not hot. Your eyebrows need to be redone. You need to have this, this. I don't like your nail color. You need to improve this. You need to get a Brazilian wax. You this may not a, have friends that will keep it a buck a with you. Okay, I'm just speaking in generalities here. You're they trying at the to get table. You're trying to get into the <laughs> nasty, nasty Nancy stuff. And I'm just trying to keep it a hundred here. I mean, at the end of the day, some people values other people's opinions more than others. Like there's some people that I go to. Well, here's what I'm not about to do. I'm not about to be sending some dude pictures of me in a dressing fucking room, trying out outfits to see whether or not he thinks I look good in it or if it looks nice. No, I'm not gonna do that neither. Well, that's you. You know. Yeah, because I don't entitled I, to I like there's limits to that shit. That's what I'm trying to say. You're acting like there's not. It's not like she's in Victoria's like yeah. yeah, it's not like she's in like a thong. Like, oh yeah, what do you think about this thong? Like, how you think the cut is? Like, no. Nah, like, hey, I got this. These new jeans. You think they're tight? Now nah, they're ugly. All right, appreciate it. Like, you you're, you're making it out to, to seem like these men are okay. So let me spin this up. Savages. Let me spin this. Let oh, me spin here this. we go. Here we so go. So if here I'm your go. lady, if I'm your lady, and I say, hey. I don't appreciate old girls sending you pictures like that. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. Whatever. Even though you clearly don't agree with my ideology about it, what do you do? Mr. Savage. What do you do? At this point, I would respect my girl's opinion. I would explain my case. If she can't come down off of her sensitive sensitivity high or whatever and understand what's going on there, then, you know, I'd have to make an executive decision. If it was a long-time friend and you're a new girl, maybe you get the cut. You know what I'm saying? 
just is what it is. I mean, if it's a good friend, I'm gonna do what I want to do. You can't control me. I'm not a nigga you can, can control. Yeah, this sounds well, like it sounds like Elle didn't read the book I gave her. When you read that book and then you come back, because <laughs> I haven't. Because aspects of aspects of this conversation are detailed in this book. So, but Mr. Sniffles is very quiet. I'm just I'm waiting to get in where I fit in. Like, if you don't want your man getting pictures from other ladies, and just let him know. And however he takes it is how he takes it. I mean, but like I'm explaining, and I. I Go ahead, you finish. I, I, I mean, it, it it is fair to to, I guess, ask if the woman that's with the man that's getting pictures pictures from other ladies. It is fair to ask: Is that woman being insecure? And if it is, there's nothing wrong with that. The answer is just, yes. Yeah, I mean, if if that's the case, and that's the case, if she doesn't want her man getting pictures from other ladies, then tell him if he, like Mister Savage said, if he, if this is a friend that he's been friends with for a long time and he values that friendship more than he does your feelings and y'all are going to just break up if not then he'll tell her to stop and if that friend respects his decision then she'll stop sending him pictures it's it's not really that complicated <laughs> i don't know and see this is this is just the one thing that i was going to say like with some of the stuff as far as pictures are concerned like i've had a few people that'll send me like stuff with tennis shoes or shoes Everybody who knows me knows I have a very large collection of both tennis shoes, dress shoes. I understand shoes, I'm talking about sneakers. But it's still pictures. They're sending pictures. No, I'm not talking. Like, when I'm talking about pictures, I'm talking about, like, like dresses and other things. I'm well, not I'm talking about fucking sneakers. That, they'll, people will send Okay, me, that's fair. That's people fair. will send me stuff for jeans, for dresses. Uh, jewelry, all kind of stuff. I mean, I, I would like to think that I it's give It's not about advice. sending pictures in general. It's not that. It's just, I guess for me, it's just certain types of photos. It depends on what the photo is. But if you're over here trying to see, hey, this is a dress I'm thinking of wearing Saturday night or whatever, mm, like, with, like you're wearing it on and everything, like I just feel like it's a little bit much. I mean, me. it depends. Like well, most of my people aren't going out to clubs on saturday night so their stuff's not going to be revealing it's not going to be back shots and all this other stuff it'll just genuinely be hey you know i got these knee-high boots what do you think about it hey i got these jeans what do you think about it hey do you like this shirt do you think these two go together for this event like stuff like that it's never a That's hey different. look at this but but you generalized it to make it seem like it was some sexual expose and it is not that's the way it was brought to my attention prior to the That's podcast. the way you it's took it, starting. just like earlier with that $2 whole okay. thing. Jumping in. Well, anyways, <laughs> y'all y'all done beat the hell out of this dead horse. Pretty much women, stop being so secure. Guys, I guess stop accepting photos from random women. It is what it is. Yes. Kind of the, one of the last things we get into, speaking about women, <sighs> Republicans are, are taking all the L's. They're not even taking L's. But they're out here wilding, so... I know if you heard about the story about uh, the Alabama State Auditor defending Roy Moore, Roy Moore, I'm sorry. So th the thing is with Judge Roy Moore, allegedly, when he was in his 30s, he romantically pursued a 14-year-old, right? So a lot of people are saying that he's saying that it's you know not true. It's not you know it's nothing ever happened. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, there is no sexual contact. And then 
there's people say like, yeah, he was dating a 14 year old. It was kind of weird. Nobody really said anything. So one of these savages, one of these savage Republicans, they they want to invoke the Bible, the the Lord, the Lord, the Lord's word. Shout the KJ Dallas kid. You know, they want to use the Lord to defend potential pedophilia. So they said, take the Bible. Zachariah and Elizabeth, for instance. Zechariah was extremely old to marry Elizabeth when he became parents of John the Baptist. So he was saying right there, pedophilia can lead to great people. He also said, this uh, guy what? said, he also said, also take Joseph and Mary. Mary was a teenager and Joseph was an adult carpenter. They became the parents of Jesus. There is nothing immoral or illegal here. Maybe what? just a bit unusual. What? This is real. These are the people that are running the country. What? Right now. That goes to show how they can bend the rules whenever they feel like it. That I'm pretty anyway. sure based on the, the, the Bible, I'm pretty sure Joseph didn't hit that. Wasn't she she was a virgin, right? They so have they a never... they have a they have a different Bible, apparently. Oh, okay. They have the they, they got the remix version. They, they got, got the, the other one. They got the G O P Bible. I mean, okay, it's Alabama, man. We all know what goes down in Alabama. Let's let's keep it a buck. Right? They they do some weird things with mayonnaise and dogs and first and second cousins. Y'all can Google it. So their families are very close. Very close. There's a saying in Spanish saying "los primos priming," which is basically the same thing. The cousins they reproduce more cousins. What they're saying. The family tree doesn't branch out. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was kind of disgusting, especially with all the seemingly now daily allegations coming out as far as Hollywood and everybody. Apparently, everybody, every male in Hollywood apparently is a savage. Like, oh my gosh, Kevin Spacey! I was they're, so disappointed. They are getting Louis everybody. Out of the pay. Charlie getting Sheen, like the Charlie Sheen. Oh my God, they said it's a bad I'm, not, su- I'm not surprised about that one at all. Yeah, that that's true. I know Louis C.K. He was alleged to do some stuff, and he actually he admitted it. He actually he actually did the right thing and said, you know what? Hey, man, all those things they said, hey, I did that shit. Hey, hey, I did it. And hey, what? And what? Take my money, then. <laughs> Take it. I mean, they kind of are because I think he has I mean, some yeah, specials. They they literally are taking his money now for that. Well, but <laughs> see, the thing is, like with him and like the Kevin Spaceys and Harvey Weinstein's, is that they're already rich. Like that's cool. Like hopefully it'll affect the culture going forward in Hollywood, but honestly, in any male-dominated workforce, unfortunately, that's kind of what it's going to be. The bright spot is that now more women are even men because it's happened to men. It's happened to, like, Terry Crews and this other young man, actually two young men. But it, uh, this is empowering them to actually step up and try to help these things change. So, again, until you get more women in positions of power, and leadership roles and have better practices. And we're actually, I mean, it's on the men too. Like, hey, you got the self-police. but Yeah, because it seems like everybody knew about this. Yeah. So say something. But then the thing is too, for every one of these men or women that are being harassed or made to feel uncomfortable, there's another handful that are just busting it open to get these roles. So that kind of kind of muddies the water because, you know, as an executive or film critic or producer you're like okay well i just had six women or six dudes do whatever for this role now you kind of have expectations of this next person 
and you just assume like, hey, this is the business. And like, well, no, it's not. We're like, well, you see Sally, who's a Golden Globe winner. She did it. And that's where she got her, you know. So that's that's kind of, you know, for the almighty dollar, people do whatever. But shout out these people coming out and stepping up. And again, if stuff like that happens, it's never too late to come out and, you know, the, let somebody the, know. The wild thing about these stories, especially with the Weinstein and the, uh, I think Louis C.K. did it also, is the whole like just standing in front of somebody and just touching yourself in front of them. Like, I don't understand where, why people are doing that or if, when that became a thing, because like, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with how I look and I'm pretty comfortable with my wife and I would feel okay doing that in front of her and just sort of sitting there watching. And I mean, I'm, I wouldn't feel like a hundred percent, like, yeah, I feel a hundred percent confident here. But to do that in front of someone who doesn't want you to do that, you have got to be just totally out. Just, just one of the nastiest, like, deviants <laughs> out here, man. Like, you just don't care. You will do whatever it takes, whenever it takes, just to get off. And it's just, it gives me the creeps, the, the idea of thinking someone would do something like that. And they're, they're always doing it inside of plants, like, what did the plant do? The plant was just sitting there and you just jerked off on it. Like, that's messed up. Well, but again, like, these people are filthy rich. Like, you could buy, you could literally buy human beings. It's like, not, a, to, it's not about that. that. It's not yeah, about that's... that. It's, it's about the power to take away people's choice. And you can't, you, you, you lose that when you pay somebody. You lose that. Man, like, it's fucking gross. Well, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. So, on that note, we're going to wrap up with the song of the week. So, Marcus, what, what is your song of the week this week? I, I've yet to listen to Big Crit. Cam Rogers dropped the tape. Um, I, I just don't, I haven't had the time. Like, I don't really have a commute to work. So, that's usually when most people listen to music. I, I'm more of a podcaster guy in the gym at this point. Um, damn, who else came out with music? I know Maroon 5 has a new CD out. Chris Brown CD is like six hours long. So there's a lot of music coming out. And this is the thing. I need to actually research this. If like back 10 years ago, did music release this quick? Because it's hard, man. Like, you know, Big Crit came out. That's a two-disc CD. Like, you don't have time to digest that. Well, Chris Brown comes out with a CD. Cameron drops the tape. It's like, it's, it's overwhelming. So I'll probably get to it next time I have a flight or a long trip. But right now, I'm kind of just on Gucci. Italy! Oh, Gucci Man, shout out to Gucci Man who put $100,000 on the Falcons and he won. So shout out to Gucci. Yeah, I, that, that was, I was surprised that he would say something like that. But like, yeah, like he's saying, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of music comes out and sometimes it's, it's good to reflect on some of the old stuff that came out. And today, on this date, seven years ago, J. Cole's mixtape, uh, Friday Night Lights came out. I personally think it's his best album, mixtape, whatever you want to call it, is the best work that he's ever put out. I think that if he would have been able to condense this and, you know, take off some of the, like, the freestyles and the, the Kanye West beats that obviously weren't cleared for an album, if he could have taken, taken all those songs off and condensed it into an actual album and had that as his debut, I think we would view J. Cole in a different light. Like, people view him as a great rapper and he's got probably a classic album but i think friday night lights had he released this first his career would be totally different because he would have been doing what he wants blah blah blah, whatever but the song that i i really it's actually two songs too deep for the intro and enchanted 
They're really dope songs. The writing on it's pretty great, and the the musical tone of them are it's they're very they're very deep songs. They're very introspective, and they there's a message in both of them. But I would suggest going back and listening to the entire mixtape because I think this is J Cole at his peak, at his hungriest, at his most you know really wanting to make it in the rap game and. You know, when you go back and listen to, say, like Jay-Z on Reasonable Doubt, he was really trying to be the best because it was like, I ha- I have to make a mark. And you can hear that on this album or this mixtape. And uh, if you haven't heard this mixtape, listen to it. It's one of the best mixtapes ever released. Okay, so what song? I'm going to go with Enchanted, Enchanted featuring Omen. See, that's not my favorite. Well, it's, 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 <laughs> it's my song of the week, so that's the one I picked. Booyah! Yeah, so I don't really have a song of the week, but I do have a song that I, I still don't really know how I feel about it. So uh, N.E.R.D., well, Pharrell, he put out a song, Rihanna, called Lemon. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence, like, same it starts out kind of kind of weird kind of very experimental but rihanna really saved that song in my opinion with her rapping or whatever so i'm hoping that the album it should be a fun album whenever it drops but I, i hope it's got a little bit more uh cohesive I hope it's better than that. Let's put it like that. I feel like that's more of a hype thing. Like, oh, anything you put Rihanna on, Rihanna could have went on there and said, like, I don't know, water is wet. And they're like, oh, it's the hottest thing. Rihanna. Bars. Bars. Yo, yo, real quick, Rihanna. (laughs) These photos photos had to be Photoshopped. They had to be Photoshopped. There's no way. There's no humanly way possible. The pictures that I saw of her doing modeling is the same person that is this quote unquote thick Rihanna. That shit is fake. Fugazi. Most likely. There's also there was a, a song that dropped with Eminem and Beyonce that I've yet to listen to because I I'm I'm scared that it's gonna suck. So what what I've done. No is such I'm, thing. No such thing. I'm I'm not, hey, hey, I just think like Beyonce, Eminem, I just don't feel like they mesh that well sonically. And personally, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold off on listening to that until I get the actual uh, album. I'm just going to wait. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. So I think we pretty much hit on everything. Um, y'all got any shout outs? Since apparently uh, L's friends don't like the shout outs at the beginning, we'll do them at the end. So <laughs> Mr. Savage, do your shout outs. I got to go eat something. I'm starving. Shout out to Dusky Marley. Shout out to NY Rissa, whatever her name is. Happy birthday. Uh, Shout out to all you motherfuckers. Savage out. Savage. Oh, yeah, and hold on, pause. Just to let y'all know, I don't dislike El Chapa. She's actually one of my favorite members of the committee podcast. But That's if you lie. do, if you do disagree with what she <laughs> says, uh, ladies and gentlemen and, and fellow savageites, please flame her ass up on Twitter at L E L L E Chapa C H A P P A. Deuces. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna sh- <clears throat> shout out the usual suspects: KJ Dallas Kid, shout out to Decoy, uh, Trill T. Follow him at 
at Drink Trilty for your tea needs. Uh, he has great blogs. Shout out to It's Tribble. Uh, she was on the Falcons podcast. You have to check out also. Uh, she's actually working on a some sort of project with it's, with Trilty. So shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Crafty Cakes. Shout out to uh, Gift Queen, who does the Falcons podcast with, with me. Uh, shout out to everybody who listens to us. Definitely drop a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Uh, that's all I got for y'all. Marcus? Shout out to the best team in the state of Florida. Shout out to the second best team in the nation. Shout out to the ACC Coastal Champions. Shout out to the team with the longest winning streak at 14. Shout out to everybody that's been riding with the Hurricanes since the Man, damn the 80s. Cut it off, cut it off. Since the 80s. Shout out to all the haters that have been doubting us all year. Shout out to all the band ra- bandwagon riders that want to hop on board because we got a turnover chain. Shout out to y'all. It's the U. We back. Championship on deck. Let's go. All right. So this is the Community Podcast. We out. Peace.